Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, it's Monique and welcome to episode 63 of the Brown Vegan Podcast, where I love to share strategies, very practical strategies on how to embrace a simple, delicious and long-term vegan life. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownvegan.com. And also be sure to follow me on social media. I am Brown Vegan everywhere, including YouTube, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. So I hope you're having a good week. I'm excited to be back so soon. I think I did an episode about three days ago. Um, I have like a backlog of about seven interviews that I want to get up. So I'm just trying to work hard to get that out to you. If you have any suggestions for future episodes or guests that you would love to have on the show, be sure to tweet me at Brown Vegan. I would love to know who you want on the show. I tend to interview people that I already know because it's just so natural for me. And also just people that I'm genuinely interested in getting to know more about. So if you have, like I said, any suggestions for future shows or people that you would like on the show, definitely get at me for that. On today's episode, I have my girl Ashley from crazyurbanvegan.com on here. And we're going to talk about weight loss because I know that is like a big struggle for a lot of people. And I know this is the time of year that people are really thinking about their keeping goals of losing weight, getting ready for the summer, even though we have a few months. But, you know, it's always, of course, good to start now and then wait until the last minute. But this topic actually hits home for me because I am someone who started a vegan journey back in 2010. And it wasn't for anything to do with weight loss. It was all about animal rights on um, the protest factory farming. But then what happened is I lost weight and I felt great. And I wasn't even trying to lose weight. I was eating like vegan cinnamon rolls and just, I mean, I was having a good time. And what I realized is that a lot of the time, in the very beginning, the reason I probably lost weight is because I really wasn't sure what to eat. So I wasn't eating a lot. And I was probably just eating like, you know, a lot of salads and greens and things like that because I wasn't sure. Then I think what happened is I actually started to learn how to cook the food and I started experimenting a lot. Because of that, what happened is I actually started to gain weight. This is something that I'm really dealing with now because I don't like that I am about 20 pounds heavier than I was before. So even I call it like a fake weight loss journey because I'm not like actively like being really hardcore and like counting calories or anything like that. But I am working on being more intentional about losing the weight because I do want to lose the weight um, because I just feel better. And I just think health wise, I'm just so much better when I'm at my natural weight opposed to being um, more overweight. And so this is just something I'm dealing with myself. But what I'm learning is, and basically what Ashley talks about in this conversation, is that it's all really about what happens to your head before you lose weight. And this is just something for me. A lot of, I think, my weight gain is from emotional eating when I'm depressed or dealing with anxiety or just 
feeling inadequate. I notice that I eat and I eat a lot and I feel like I never get full and I'm just eating like pints of ice cream and I'm just not doing what I'm supposed to be doing as far as taking care of myself. And so um, I totally agree with her when she says that it's so important to have like affirmations and meditation and getting really clear about your goals and not really focusing so much on the scale, just focusing on self-care and being loving to yourself. And so that's one of the things that I've been working on a lot for myself. And um, the ultimate self-care for me has been going to therapy. This has been a long time coming. Isn't the most affordable for me to go to therapy, but it's been helping so, so much. Just helping with my confidence and just pulling back some layers of some things in my life that I just really need to finally face after so many years. And so I do, I truly believe that just taking care of yourself will help you lose weight. I just kind of wanted to mention that because um, I truly agree with what Ashley says in this conversation about weight loss starting in your mind and um, then trickling down to the food. She's going to share a lot of tips on how to lose weight. And she's also going to talk about how she gained weight because I know a lot of times people want to gain weight when they become a vegan because they lose all of this weight. So she's going to share the ups and downs for both of those experiences. And like I said, just a more holistic approach to weight loss and just life in general. And I think that's just so, so important because it doesn't matter if you're eating all this good food if you are a toxic person and you're not taking very good care of yourself. So yeah, you can get all of the links and resources and everything that we mentioned in this episode at brownvegan.com under episode 63. And be sure to follow Ashley on Instagram. Her Instagram is I am Ashley Amanda. And if you are interested in her weight loss program, you can go to crazyurbanvegan.com and enter the code brownvegan to save 10%. Without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation with Ashley from crazyurbanvegan.com. Hey, Ashley, thanks for being on the show. Welcome. How are you today? Doing pretty good. Thank you so much for having me, Monique. Of course, girl, of course. So as always, I always want to find out why my guest decided to become a vegan and then kind of go from there. So can you start off by letting us know why you decided to become a vegan? Well, my journey was interesting and boring at the same time, if that makes sense. Um, I knew early on that I really wasn't a big meat eater. I had an issue with it when I was a a child. And um, I was always very curious and interested in holistic living, organic foods, anything having to do with health. And so um, when I was 19, 20, met a gentleman. Um, He turned out to be a very good friend when I was living in Atlanta. And he was a vegan. And he taught me so much about veganism. At that point, I became a vegetarian. Um, I did a whole lot of research that was back in the day uh, way before, um, what's the new documentary? Um, what the health? Yeah. So back then, you know, the documentaries, it was food Inc. It was fast food nation. So those were the ones that I, uh, really listened to back then. And looking at those documentaries, that's honestly all I needed to see. And I started my journey as a vegetarian. I was not ready to give up cheese um, or eggs, milk. I didn't really drink milk. I was, you know, it, it never set well with me. Even ice cream didn't sit well with me. But cheese and eggs was definitely a challenge. And um, I mean, it was years. I was a vegetarian for 10 years. And finally, one day I looked up and I was, and this was after my child, but I was always gaining weight and losing weight before then. But I looked up and I was like 190 pounds. I was like, okay, and 190 pounds on my five, five frame. Um, it, it, it didn't look good at all. And I had lost a little bit, you know, trying to exercise and drink more water and stuff like that, but it just didn't work out. So I made the decision. I said, you know what? It's time. I feel unhealthy. I have this baby now. It makes no sense for me to continue to be a vegetarian when I need to go vegan. And so that is what I did. I literally got up one morning and um, went to Trader Joe's. I was living in Maryland at the time. Trader Joe's, you know, you know, the Amish market, right? In, uh, in, Mar- in Laurel. In Laurel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went there because they have the best fruits and vegetables. Um, Whole Foods, just a whole lot of places. And I got nothing but raw foods. I did that for I can't remember how many days, but it was quite a few days. And once I got to my goal, I decided to continue. My energy was good. 
I felt connected. I was like, this is how I'm supposed to live. This is this is what it's supposed to be for me right now. And so that's pretty much what happened. I, I became vegan. I was always a very big cooker. Um, and so, yeah, that that's pretty much what did it. And I lost a significant amount of weight um, doing it. And it wasn't necessarily about the physical appearance. I feel like I've always been pretty confident and pretty comfortable, but when I get uncomfortable is when I don't feel healthy. And so that's, that was the thing. It wasn't the physical appearance. It was the, I know I'm unhealthy. I know my bones cannot handle all of this additional weight. I know my build. I know I need to be at about 140, between 140 to 150 pounds is what looks good on my curvy frame and or what feels good and what looks good. You know, yeah. I mean, we don't feel good if we look good, you know, so and vice versa. So yeah, once I felt unhealthy, I, I was like, oh yeah, this is, why would I continue to do this to myself? So yeah. Yeah. What was your goal then initially? Because you said until you reached your goals. Well, so when you took all <laughs> the food goal. home, yeah. So my goal, I did put a number on the goal. I said, okay, I need to get to 150. Um, and it's been so many years now, and I've told the story quite a few times, but the exact numbers as far as how it's how it went, I lost 20 pounds like real quick. Like it was noticeable. People were like, whoa, you know, what, what are you doing? And it's amazing how many calories, because it's 3,500 calories that equal one pound. The, the weight loss is not it's not this magical thing. It's calories in, calories out. And when you look at the amount of calories that are in cheese, that's in eggs, that's in anything having to do with dairy, a lot of bread, a lot of potatoes, all of that, it's high in calories and you will gain weight. So, you know, and that's what happened. So I, I said around 150 and lost the 20 pounds and it took maybe about four months for me to get to my goal weight. It was quick. And I was amazed. So cutting that dairy, cutting out all of those calories, drinking a lot of water. Um, I started juicing. I was doing smoothies. I did start going to cooked food. I did uh, brown rice. I love beans, avocado, very simple stuff. And, um, of course, I was working out as well. I was doing a lot of cardio. Wow. Okay. So let's go back to, because I think well, a lot of times with people when they want to lose weight and myself included, a lot of times it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to go to the farmer's market. I'm going to go to the grocery store, get a whole lot of produce and come home and eat that. Right. Mm -hmm. But what does that really look like though? Because in my mind, it looks like me just making a whole bunch of smoothies and eating apples. Mm -hmm. So what does that really look like? Like back, take us back to your experience with that. Well, that's kind of how it was. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ash, I didn't expect you to say that. I thought you were going to say I something. Mean, I, can't, I can't make it fancy for you. I can't tell you that it was any different than just that. Because right. even though I was a big cooker, I'm like, okay, so this is, you know, there's this is just vegetables. This is just fruit. What am I supposed to do? So I did in the very beginning, it was juicing it. It was cutting it up, making a lot of different. Now, salads can be very fun. So if you're doing like a raw food thing, I always suggest starting with salads because you don't have to get too fancy with it. You can literally put anything into a salad. Like I was doing avocado, tomatoes, let's see, chickpeas. I was doing, um, and you know, you can do the chickpeas raw, right? Like, yeah. Where, like yeah. And so um, onions, um, pepper, I mean, you name it, like every type of vegetable or fruit was going into the salad. And then I would use like um, some type of um, citrusy dressing. So I would do literally just squeeze lemon juice on top, or I would squeeze lime, or maybe even orange juice tastes not from a bottle, but yeah, it is or, it's really good. Squeeze on it. Yeah, yeah. Squeeze it on there. Like it, and I love Himalayan pink sea salt and pepper. It was really good. So honestly for me, because I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a raw foodist. Like I don't just do raw foods. I've seen some people that do raw foods and they go all out they and it do. just, yes. yeah, but I don't, you know, I eat raw food, but it's not, that's not all I eat. So it did during that time when I did it, I think Monique, it was about a two week time frame. It was very basic. And honestly, that's how I was able to stay on track. I didn't feel intimidated. I just said, you know what? Ooh, you know, what kind of salad am I going to make today? Ooh, you know, this smoothie sounds really good. Let me add this in there. So I didn't feel like I had to make all of these elaborate meals. And that's 
probably the biggest piece of advice I have for people that are transitioning into any type of vegan lifestyle, whether it's raw vegan or whether you're doing the alkaline thing or whether you just want to eliminate meat and dairy and not put a vegan label on it, start off very basic because it's already going to be difficult enough mm-hmm. mentally you know, to try to transition yourself. Anybody that says it's going to be easy, in my opinion, like, oh, all you have to do is just switch how you eat and just turn into this very happy person and you'll connect with the universe automatically. That's a lie. It, it, it takes more for some people. And I know that for me, I was fed up. So it was a little bit easier, but mentally there was a little bit of a struggle. You know, you have to deal with going out and you have to deal with, you know, if everybody else in your household, if you have more people, if they're not on board, there's a lot of, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a lot of self-control that needs to take place. You have to have self-control because if you don't, it's going to be difficult. So once you master the self-control and then you understand that, hey, I know I see all of these great recipes online, but I can keep it very basic. I don't have to spend a whole lot of money and I can learn because it's a journey. If you don't plan on just doing it real quick to lose weight or doing it real quick, thinking that veganism is going to cure every single you know illness that you have going on, which that's not the case. There's so many things that's involved. Mm-hmm. You have to do it based on this is what I'm eating today. Wow. How do I feel today? What am I thinking about today? Am I, am I thinking positive because positive energy, I don't care how healthy you eat. If you're mean and if you look at the bad and everything, and if everyone's annoying you and if you're stressed out, what stress does to our body is amazing. And I know I got off subject. No, 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 Ash, look, it's perfect. It was a perfect segue because I was just about to go there because we always talk about the importance of this being a holistic lifestyle and not just about the food. So go ahead, keep going. This is where I wanted to go next. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll talk about my journey when it comes to that because, so let me talk about the weight and then I'll incorporate that. So with my journey after, you know, Um, the vegetarian, vegan stuff. Let's go to last year, 2016. So that's when, I mean, my brand, um, it definitely like, you know, every, I had a lot of people following me, like, what are you eating? And, you know, how do I get these results? And I really enjoyed sharing what I was doing because that's the only thing I know how to do. Like, I'm not, the only thing I'm teaching people is what I do Mm -hmm. and what works for me. I can't guarantee, you know, the way I'm doing it will work for you, but I'm very transparent with my story and with the things that I enjoy eating and what I do. So that's, I mean, that's just, you know, that's how I roll. But 2016, I was at a very healthy weight. I was feeling great. And um, my mother was diagnosed with cancer and she passed away in August. Mm -hmm. And when she passed, and my mother was very young, my mother was only 53 years old. And my mother, she was, I was a single mom back then and my mother was living with me, helping me raise my son. She had been living with me for the last five years, very vibrant, very young mom, you know, and she was just amazing. So to watch literally down to the day because she passed away in the house and I took care of her from the beginning, you know, all the way until, you know, she transitioned. I didn't realize how stressed I was until months later. Coming into two th- coming into this year, I remember, yeah. Uh, yeah, coming into this year, and I was, you know, my husband. I had gotten married at the time. There were so many things going on, yes. and he really, he was, you know, he noticed the stress, but I was really managing it from what I thought very well. But it turns out I wasn't because there's this thing called the subconscious mind. So I'm literally so I'm literally going through the day fine on my conscious mind. But my subconscious, I, there was a, still a lot of things that I was sad. I was I was I was depressed. You know, I missed my mother and my whole life had changed my whole lifestyle, you know. And so um, it was I'm fast forwarding a little bit more. So in I think it was June my May at the end of May it was around Memorial Day weekend my husband and I went to Washington DC and we were there for a couple of days and we stayed at this very nice hotel and we just had a great time and then the next thing I know I we we were in the gym working out and I said you know what let me get on the scale Monique I got on the scale and it said 120 something I didn't realize it. It said 120 something pounds. And I knew that I had already been feeling like 
I didn't have that much energy, but I said, oh, it's the stress. I knew I didn't have that much, much of an appetite, you know, okay, well, it's the stress. It wasn't anything I was intentionally stressing about. I wasn't stressing about bills. I wasn't stressing about the kids. I wasn't stressing about, oh my goodness, my job. I wasn't stressing about any of that. It was things that I just, you know, I, I couldn't get out of my head, you know, what happened to my mom and, you know, how much I missed her. And just, it, there was so many things, you know, when it's a parent, you can't even explain it, how mm -hmm. you feel. It's, there's a connection there and it's just, your spirits are connected and it's hard. So, but I got on that scale and it said 120 something pounds. And I was just, I literally left my husband down in there in the gym and I went up to the room and I just, stared at myself in the mirror. I was like, okay, I've not felt sexy in a while. And because my, my curves, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, weight loss, which I've always known this weight loss is not about the look. You know, some people will say, oh my God, I'm 120 pounds. This is so great. No, it's not. If you're not healthy with it, if it came from stress, if you are literally in your clothes, like, wow, am I really in a size two? Like this isn't, this isn't right. And I didn't even realize it was happening. Long story short, I said, okay, I'm about to gain this weight back. Okay. I'm gaining the weight back. I'm not getting on the scale. I'm about to skip cardio, do weight training, because that is what I know will make me feel healthier and it will alleviate some of the stress. And of course I meditate and I do yoga. So sometimes you have to incorporate all that meditation, yoga, eating healthy, not a destination. If, if it's a destination, somebody needs to tell me where it's at. Right. I mean, because it's not, yeah. you know, the same way when I lost weight the first time and then I ended up losing weight, like, you know, well, the first time after I went vegan and then when I ended up losing way more than I had intended to, was I supposed to feel healthy? Was I supposed to feel good at that point? Absolutely not. So decided I was going to gain the weight back over the summer. And that was actually fun because I ate a lot. <laughs> oh, tell us what you I, ate, Ash. Tell us girl, what you ate. <laughs> let me tell you, I didn't see those potatoes that I was posting potatoes, rice, olive oil, jackfruit, almond milk. What is wrong with some of these things? Nothing. It's the, it's the, uh, how often, and I was eating bigger portions. Ah, okay. Yeah. And I was able to get my appetite back because I had to really take a look at what was going on with me. Through our lives, we are going to have issues, but we can't get through them until we are completely honest with ourselves. And I had to be honest with myself with how I was feeling. I couldn't say, okay, no, I'm this big person. I'm fine. I can get through this depression. I, I'll be, no, I had to bust it all the way open with myself and say, no, you have a week, you're weak right now. You can't do it. These are the things you're thinking about. You're thinking about this, you're doing this, and it's draining you. If you're mentally drained, how are you going to have the energy to eat? How are you going to have the energy to work out? And so I was honest with myself, and I dug really deep, and I was patient with myself. And I took my time. Just every day, I'm like, hmm, I feel this way today. But God knows, thank you for the next day, you know, mm -hmm. because the next day is different. And so that's, so I gained, oh, yes, I gained 15 pounds back and I've been doing weight training and I shared a photo a couple of days ago on Facebook and Instagram and I was so delighted because it's really about how you feel you know throw out your scales you know I have a, a vegan weight loss challenge that so many people have experienced and what I tell people is it's not about the number. It's how you feel in that challenge. There's meditation, there's yoga. There's so many different things that I do in my everyday life, not to lose weight, but to get to my natural healthy weight to where every single day I'm not sitting there on an app calculating calories, how many carbs, who can live like that? People do. Who want, I don't right. want to live like that. And if you do, that's fine to each his own. But I have three kids and a husband to tend to. I don't have time to be going in an app, you know, writing down or, or logging everything that I put into my mouth. So to avoid from doing that, I made it a habit for me to make smart choices. So, and it comes with working out as well. So with working out, I used to be like, okay, oh gosh, I have to make time for this. Now I do it like I'm going to work. You know, so I'm like, like part of your routine, your schedule. It's yep. a part of my routine. And it's, I had to change the way I looked at working out. I was no longer going to the gym to lose weight. I'm now going to the gym because 
I'm going to be healthier and it makes me feel good and it gives me energy. And if I cannot find enough time to go to the gym, I go outside, I walk, I run, I'll do five minutes of yoga if I have to. Whatever it is I have, like, just to do something because that's a part of what I do every day. You don't got to go to the gym and stay for an hour. If you don't have but 15 minutes, do what you got to do real quick. Do some type of activity and then you're programming your subconscious mind to say, this is a part of my life. This is what I do. I'm not doing this to lose weight. I'm doing this because it makes me better. The same thing with prayer and meditation. You're not doing it because you need a new car or you want your business to be successful or you want your spouse to act correct. You're praying and you're meditating because it's a part of what you do. Even if you don't have anything that you're asking, you're you're being grateful. God, I'm so grateful I have these two legs to walk on mm -hmm. to actually get to the gym and to work out my legs. You know what I mean? Because I have legs. So thank you. I'm so appreciative. So same thing with food. I eat the way I eat because this is the way it makes me feel. I actually enjoy it. I'm not doing it to lose weight. When we take the physical aspect out of everything, it becomes a part of your life. And so that's what I did. So let's talk about how, because I think that what happens to a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate to this. You start a vegan journey, you lose a lot of weight. And like myself, I lost a lot of weight when I first started because I had no idea what to eat. So I didn't eat anything because I was like, what am I going to eat? So I lost weight and it was fast like you. And then what ha happened was I learned how to cook the food and I started cooking a lot and I started eating a lot and I gained the weight and then some. So what do you recommend for people? I know, like you said, it's a holistic thing. It's all about um, how you feel about yourself and how you're feeling every day. But what other recommendations do you have for someone who is trying to lose weight? Well, with the weight loss, I mean, you know, when you've eaten something and you know that it's like, ooh, this probably isn't good for, you know, what I'm trying to do regarding weight. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes we eat stuff and you just feel heavy. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and th of course, that's fried stuff. That's oils. That's, you know, anything that just makes you feel heavy. So I would say definitely if you're trying to lose weight, go ahead and, you know, we all love carbs, but go ahead and cut them out. Cut wait, 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 wait. What does pain. that mean? See, I always <laughs> hear people say that, but what does that mean? Because here's why I'm concerned about that. Because I feel like we don't eat a whole lot. Okay, we don't eat meat. We don't eat dairy. We don't eat eggs and any animal byproducts. And now you want me to cut out the carbs too? So what does a typical well, meal look like? Let me say, let me say unhealthy carbs. Okay. So if you're just sitting there eating white rice, which is vegan, um, you know, if you're sitting there eating French fries, which sometimes that's what we're left with whenever we go to certain restaurants, not as much, you know, current day, but you know, you want to stay away from French fries. Um, I like to cut potatoes up and bake them, mm -hmm. but the problem with that, and that's fine, but the problem with that is what do you put on the potatoes? Are you dipping it, you know, in things that are going to have those additional calories? So potatoes can rack up the calories fast. Um, carbs, that's just pretty much they rack up calories fast outside of fruit. Fruit is fine. Those are clearly good carbs. But in my opinion, you know, it depends on who you ask. You know, every fitness oh, person, every <laughs> girl, everybody, everybody can't eat this. Don't eat. It has their different ways. And the only thing I can tell you is calories in, calories out. It doesn't matter what you eat. The healthy thing to do is to make sure that you eat balanced meals. So that way it's a healthy weight loss because there are unhealthy weight losses and there are healthy weight losses. So back to what I was saying, you know, it just depends on how those carbs are prepared. So let's just say fatty uh, potatoes, uh -huh. oils and stuff, and then white rice, empty calories, those types of carbs. Um, portion control is very big. That's where I struggle because I like to eat. You would think, even though I'm not, I'm from Texas. I like big plates. I'm one of those people that's like, you know, at Chipotle, oh, you're not going to give me no more sofritas than that. Like <laughs> going good and well, I'm not going to eat that whole bowl or I don't need to eat the whole bowl, but I want you to stack it all the way up because I just had an issue with portion control before. So once you start cutting those portions. How do you do that? Do you do it with smaller plates? Because I, that's my issue as well. We've talked about this. Like I, I will eat the whole thing. Drink water before my meal. Just drink a half a glass of water as much as I can, you know, to where I feel satisfied. Uh -huh. Then I'll literally put like a scoop of this, one scoop. 
if it does not fit on that one scoop, then I don't do it. I don't do scoop of this, scoop of that. I do one scoop, put it on my plate, and I'll eat it. At that point, and I'll, of course, drink water afterwards. I don't like to drink while I'm eating. So, cause I feel like it like dilutes the nutrients or whatever. Make me, I've heard that before and it just kind of stuck with me. It's borrowed information, whether it works or not, I don't know. So, um, so yeah, the, I do one scoop and that's it. And I eat and I wait 10, 15 minutes just to see if, you know, I'm still hungry. If I'm still hungry, I'll get another scoop and that's it. Depending on how late it is. I don't go to sleep because I have a history of acid reflux. I don't eat right before it's time for me to go to bed. That's not a good look for weight loss. From what I've experienced, it's not necessarily the best thing to do either. Lots of water calories can stack up. Even if you're doing the healthy juices, juice has a lot of calories that sugar, you know, so if you're looking to lose weight, cut as many calories as you can, where it makes sense. I like to chew my food versus drink it. Some people like to drink versus chew. But if you stick with water and not the unnecessary, you know, juices that you just pick up out of the grocery store, you should be good. Um, What else did I do? Of course, working out. Cardio is very good. But when you want to tone and really see those results and not plateau that fast, you want to do cardio and weight training at least five to six times a day. Not a day. Oh, oh my God, what's she talking about? <laughs> Girl, I mean, that puts somebody in the hospital. No, <laughs> five to six times a week. I wouldn't work out every single day. You need a day of rest, you know, and then it depends on you, you know, but that's what I did. I did five to six days, you know, and then it depends on how much weight you're trying to lose. What else did I do? Lots of vegetables. I cooked a lot of vegetables. I did some raw, but I loved cooked uh, kale, uh, Brussels sprouts, anything green, you know, I'm from the South, collard greens, you know, I really like to cook those. And I've usually had them with like quinoa or something like that. My choice of carbs were usually quinoa and um, potatoes that were just cut up and I put them in the oven and then I put some sea salt on them and that was it. So, I mean, all of that mixed with the portion control mixed with, you know, mentally conditioning myself, praying, meditating and having self-control. Mastering that self-control is everything. If you can do it over about a two-week period, you're honestly good money. Like you The thing about self-control, though, I feel like we all only have a little bit of it every day. So what stands out to me as you're talking is that it's more important, I think, to have a plan than a self-control. Because you don't really have that much self-control <laughs> each day. You're only allotted <laughs> a little bit. So if you plan early in the day and what you're going to do and then cook those meals or, you know, prep them or whatever, I think that'll save you, make it a little easier than the self-control, at least in my experience. Cause- plans, plans work. I mean, they do work. But even with the plan, you have to have self-control. Trust me, I have people that do the vegan challenge. And on day one, I mean, and it does not get any more, like, organized than that. Like, it is organized day to day. You go grocery shopping. We're geared up. We're ready to go. Girl, you have about 50 people checking in on day one. Day two, 50. We're good. Day three, about 40. And it keeps going down. <laughs> it keeps going down. But, but would they, pl- but would they, pl- okay, you can plan it, but would they actually cook in the food too? Because that's what I mean when I say plan, not actually having a meal plan, but like cooking the food oh, yeah, and, and making time for it. Because if you don't do that, then it doesn't even matter if you have an actual meal plan, a physical piece of paper. That means nothing. <laughs> yeah, know? I mean, there's, the reality is there's so many great plans out there. You know what I mean? You know, you and I both, we come up with very good content. I mean, your programs are amazing with just transitioning people into veganism. But even with those programs, it's still difficult for some of us to, you know, move forward and to make it that week or to make it that two weeks or some people make it a month. And the next thing you know, they're like, oh, my God, I was vegan for a month or two. And then, you know, I just kind of fell off. Well, really going into your mental mind frame i hear you say this all the time monique and you're right well why are you doing it? yes because if you don't have a clear why what does that mean yeah why is weight loss that's temporary you know it's you know if you go on the vacation you know you hit up you know wherever it is you're you're going cancun or new york or wherever and then you start eating it's like oh wow you know this is, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and eat now. Especially you know I mean? when you're drinking, because I notice, <laughs> I don't know about you. I don't think you don't really drink as much I know anymore. But I know for me, when I drink, I, ha- I make terrible food decisions. 
So if you tra- too. When you're traveling and then you drink it, it's like, oh, that, you can forget or, it. You can forget it. Girl, yeah, that wine, wine does something to your appetite to where you just feel fabulous and you're like, I'm uh, so kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, cutting out alcohol is a big one. And you know, alcohol has some serious calories. Yay. A shot of vodka is like 90, 120, something like that calories. I'm like, oh my goodness, for this little shot of vodka. So hopefully you get a buzz off that one shot because if you're the type that has a high tolerance, you could end up having a whole day's worth of calories. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting right at the bar. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, you make a very, very good point. Like, yeah, alcohol is definitely, that's one of them. But yeah, you know, the programs are important. I I definitely think that they they work. But the self-control it's got to be there no matter what. And you may fall off with self-control. We all have, whether we're within our quote unquote vegan plant-based lifestyle or whatever, you're like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to eat those Oreos and they're vegan and they're, they're not considered healthy because they're not. I mean, but, but it's, but it's, you know, the kids are eating them. So I'm just going (laughs) to, let me just get one or two of those, you know? And you know, when it comes to, I don't eat as many vegan substitutes anymore, but catch me in a jam. Okay. If I'm at, if I'm like, okay, what are we going to put in these tacos tonight? I sure will pick up some beyond beef real quick. You know, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Beat myself up. You don't want it to become an eating disorder either. Ooh, you know, because, can we talk about that, please? Okay. Let's talk oh, about yeah. this. Cause we've had conversations about this before. And it kind of goes back to the fact that because there's so many different ways that you can do this. Um, If you're following multiple people, all of their perceptions of what this is supposed to look like can be so different. For instance, there's people who just eat fruit. There's people like me who are very practical. You eat whatever you want as long as it's vegan. That's my question. Is it vegan? Okay, I'm eating it. You know what I mean? People like you who have definitely cut back on the processed foods. You try to eat a lot of whole vegan ingredients. I mean, there's a big spectrum. So you're brand new to this lifestyle. It can be confusing (laughs) to say the least so what do you think about the fact that a lot of times i know we see this online often it seems like some people do struggle with eating disorders once they become vegan or maybe it was already there and that was their motivation to become vegan let's talk about that what do you think well first of all you know because i've gotten i don't really you know i'm i'm pretty just even across the board when it comes to people's opinions and i'm that way because people want to debate borrowed information okay Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to debate with people and I don't allow it in any of my groups. I have some Facebook groups and, you know, if you want to do it on my pages when I post stuff, that's cool, too. You'll debate by yourself. How do you know that X, Y, Z is not healthy? Tell me the research that you've actually conducted. Like when I give my opinions, it's all based off of what I've eaten and what I've experienced. Mm -hmm. I've had some people that have never even tried veganism to say, oh, no, you don't want to eat this because this is unhealthy. Oh, are you, you know, do you eat plant based? No, not yet. I'm going to. Okay. So, you know, it's we want to all of us, you know, and I found myself doing it before. I've been guilty of that, of saying, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that because I read this blog or I listened to this one person and they said that it wasn't healthy and they're on a big platform. So I'm going to listen to them because it has to be right. That's not the way to go about it. You assess what it is that you want to do. You look and you feel around for what feels right to you. Some things will feel right. You know, the people that are, are fruitarians, the people that are raw food is that felt right to them and it works for them and they're happy, you know, and that's what you need to go for. You need to go for what's going to make you happy. And because if you don't and you start listening to borrowed information, it could easily develop into some type of eating disorder. I almost got to that point where I was trying to be too pure. It's like, okay, I don't, you know, this may have pesticides in it. This may have this. It had gotten to the point where I, it was hard for me to sleep. This was years ago. What, what am I doing? As if I'm not walking outside every day into this polluted environment, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, you can't be pure living, just living. Period. There's pollution everywhere. We don't know what we're breathing. We don't know, you know, when we go to different places, we don't know what's in the environments. We're exposed to so much. So when 
you stop trying to be perfect, I had to stop trying to be perfect. And I took different information from different great sources. You know, a lot of great people online were in the information age. You know, we do get more stuff from online than we do books, a lot of us. And so I had a lot of great people that I found and I said, you know what, what they're doing, it, it resonates with me. Yeah. You know, I don't have to do it perfect. Let me do it this way. Let me see if I like how my day goes when I'm on this schedule. If I like the way my day goes from eating this type of stuff, then that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if, um, you know, if I'm out with friends, if, you know, I enjoy or I don't have a problem with uh, ordering certain things a certain way or asking, you know, the, the, the person that's helping us. Yeah. You know, can you guys make this vegan or can you take it away? You have to be comfortable with being vocal, but yeah, it's, it it can, it can turn into an eating disorder if you're trying to be perfect. And if you think that purity and the cure for everything will come from food alone, Mm -hmm. because it won't food alone will not save us. Okay. For it, it, there's so much more that's involved You know, when you research, I have to keep going back to it, Monique, because it's so serious. When you research stress in human beings, it it, it will blow your mind. It will blow your mind how powerful we are as humans and what our minds can do when you pull out the law of attraction, when you pull out things that, you know, we're magnetic, the things that we attract. It's it's so amazing. So when you when you do that, when you practice those types of things and you're eating the best that you can eat and the way those two two things come together, it's amazing. And let's not even talk about herbs. Herbs Mm -hmm. are amazing. Yeah. So it can develop into, you know, something that you can start obsessing about. If you're online researching too much, have you ever heard don't Google your symptoms? (laughs) (laughs) Scare the hell out of you. If you're Googling symptoms and then you're like, okay, what is the cure for this? What is the cure for that? And I'm pretty sure a lot of people that will listen to this podcast, they, you know, let's just say someone has had something that some type of illness or something going on with them and they tried a natural remedy and that natural remedy did not work for them. Maybe they didn't do it long enough. Maybe they didn't incorporate the other things that they needed to incorporate to make sure that it took care of that issue. So, you know, just eating, you know, a piece of kale is not going to solve all your vitamin deficiencies. You need to balance that. You need to go into your mind and you also need to center yourself and really connect with you. No one knows our bodies and no one knows ourselves more than we do. Nobody. It doesn't matter how many checkups we get. We tell them what's wrong with us and they try to figure it out, but they can't feel it. We can feel it. And our intuition and the power that we have as human beings and the power of God will lead us in the right direction to resolve the issue if we are connected and if you are putting forward the effort. But yeah, don't get caught up in listening to everybody and and thinking that, okay, before you know it, girl, you won't be able to eat anything according to. (laughs) Right. I was about to say that because I I was a, well, it was a very short time in my early journey. I felt like that too. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having nothing to eat, especially when you try to do this as a family. It's like, what in the world am I going to eat? Because everything is toxic (laughs) according to the internet, (laughs) everything is wrong. And I felt like. The thing that used to drive me crazy is they would say not to eat so many things, but never gave me a solution of what I should be eating instead. And I was just like, okay, just don't eat this. Don't eat this. Don't eat this. The list is so lengthy. And then, okay, what is left? Because you didn't tell me. (laughs) So I definitely understand how that can look. And that's why I always think, like you said, it's just making this lifestyle as practical as possible. I always believe that you should make it work for you and not feel like you're being worked by it. Cause it can really be a time, especially when you're learning everything where you feel like you're being worked by it. You can be really obsessed with it for sure. Well, we can always pick any diet apart, Monique, you know, especially within the vegan community, other vegans and plant-based eaters, they pick apart each other's meals and their diets all the time. Oh, this person isn't eating, you know, enough uh, vegetables or, oh my God, why are you cooking your food? Oh no, why are you blending it? Naturally as humans, we're supposed to chew our food, not blend it. And so, you know, you'll look up and you're like, oh my goodness, you know, who or what do I listen to? And the fact of the matter is, there's not one way. Let's just say, for instance, okay, you know, for a long time, I thought that raw food, that that is the way to go. And I still think that raw food is, I think that that is a very healthy lifestyle. But let's dig deep. So for 
you know, the research or for the things that we see online that says to stay away from uh, vegan substitutes, which I'm starting to stay away from them a little bit more because they haven't been out long enough for us to truly understand because they're processed. You know what I mean? When you look um, what the health and they're taught in other documentaries where they're talking about processed meats, they're not talking about the meat that people used to eat that was unprocessed back in the early 1900s. They're talking about the processed meat that's now out from, I mean, is that what you understood in the documentary when they were talking about processed meats? Oh yeah. They're talking about, they're not talking about what our great grandparents ate. They're talking about the stuff that's in the store right now. Right now, right. But so I thought we, I was thinking more like meat products, not necessarily the substitutes, though. The all substitutes. of them. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I mean, well, that what I'm saying is with meat, you know, the processed meats, even if it's in the packages, it's to me, it's processed. Like mm-hmm. if something's not right. Because that's but, like the definition of processed, though, being in the package. I think, yeah, girl, I think, yeah, yeah, I think so. Not unless you're just out there on the farm yourself, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but so with vegan processed foods, it is processed, and when you flip a when you flip the labels over. A lot of that stuff, you can't really identify with it to say, oh, this came from the earth. So there are additional things in some of the vegan processed foods that we just really don't know that much about. But when you look at if you did do a raw food diet, think about, oh, well, what if it's not organic? Now, on some of those documentaries, you can see where they are doing a lot of stuff to fruits and vegetables. You know, you're looking at an apple and it doesn't necessarily, it may not be an apple. So you need to get that apple organic. Okay. Well, so let's just say I'm in the grocery store. They don't have organic apples. Is it just as unhealthy for me to get that conventional apple that's been, you know, possibly colored and sprayed with wax and versus eating processed food, processed vegan foods? Who's to say which is worse? We can't be perfect is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, so yes, you can eat a raw food diet, but what if your entire raw food diet is based off of conventional fruits and vegetables and the documentaries that we watch, it shows that, yeah, that produce section looks beautiful, but you don't want to buy it all. You don't want to buy bagged lettuce because lettuce that's bagged, it could have preservatives or it could have this or it could have that. Some of the lettuce, you can smell the preservatives. Like, so yeah, some of that bag lettuce, not all, but some of it, yeah, I've opened it and I'm like, wow, okay, yeah, this isn't what lettuce smells like. But, you know, so you just have to really go about your day and figure out what feels right. Look at the labels, look at the produce and figure it out and not try not to be overwhelmed by yeah. it. Yeah. So the bottom line is just do what's best for you, period. That's the bottom yeah. line. Yeah. So tell In us. Short- Say it again. Say it again. In the short version. Just yeah. do a for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. So let's talk about your uh, challenge. Let's talk about the weight loss challenge, the motivation behind it and how it's set up and everything. Just basically tell people about it so that they can go in and sign up. So the vegans I have quite a few challenges, but the challenge that um, that's probably the most popular is the 14 day ultimate vegan weight loss challenge. And with this challenge, it's a challenge that I created based off of my own healthy, uh, plant-based weight loss journey. And it includes recipes. It includes a calendar journaling, um, yoga, meditation, videos. Um, and it's all in one place. You'll have your own login and you'll have access to the challenge, forever. But my mission and my goal and my overall inspiration behind doing that challenge was I didn't want it to be a a quote unquote, you know, you need to get to this number as far as weight loss. I wanted it to be an experience. So that's why I didn't just put here's a meal plan and count calories and drink water and that's it. I wanted it to be a complete experience. I want you to be on the Facebook group, sharing your food, um, telling people how your meditation went, how did your yoga go? You know, it's, it's a complete experience to try to inform people or have people experience what it feels like as far as a day of going plant-based and clearing your mind and just taking care of you. It's all about you. This is what I'm doing for myself. So um, it's a complete package. And the feedback that I've gotten, I put the reviews on my website, you know, as many as I can. And it it really makes me feel so good. Like just to just hear people say, 
you know, these are the results I got, but this is what I really got out of it. You know, I didn't feel like, you know, I was on this mission to lose weight. I felt like I was like experiencing another part of myself that I've been wanting to experience. You know, I do group calls and we talk and people can ask questions, but I'm very, very specific about the physical aspect of things is not the goal of this challenge. That's just going to naturally come by default. Mm-hmm. You know, the mind, so right. Then the weight will come off. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's very, very affordable too. very affordable for what yeah. you get for sure. Yeah. The challenge is only 31 bucks and um, yeah, it's super affordable and, and the, I do four group challenges um, a year. So the challenge is available all year round. But I have the group challenge that I like to do. And it's because it gets everybody together at one time. And it's so cool because people are like motivating each other. And it's just it's fun. And then we do the group calls and everyone starts at the same time. And that one. So if you are listening to this episode and you are interested Um, You can go to crazyurbanvegan.com and just, you know, you can look at the information that's there. Since we are on uh, Monique's beautiful podcast, Brown Brown Vegan, um, if you put in the code Brown Vegan, you will get 10% off of the group challenge. And like Monique told you, she's done it. She's, you know, she's experienced it. I sent it to her and, you know, I'm so flattered that she really likes it. And I'm flattered that she, you know, wanted to have me on to mention it. You know, I, I definitely, you know, appreciate you just bringing awareness to the importance of, you know, how we feel during the, the journey to get to our, our, our healthy weight. Yes. So yeah, use the code brown vegan and you get 10% off. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'll definitely make sure I include that in the show notes outside of your challenge and your website. How do you want people to reach you? Um, Instagram is fun to me. Instagram is really fun. Like I, I don't have a whole lot of social media sites like I, I, or I guess platforms I do Instagram, which is I am, I am Ashley Amanda. So you can find me there. And then on Facebook, uh, my Facebook page for Crazy Urban Vegan is just Crazy Urban Vegan. And then I have a really cool um, open Facebook group that's called Crazy Urban Vegans. And we are funny and we're definitely crazy in the good way. (laughs) It is so like I love that group. You know, um, one of my friends, she is she is from Australia and she lives in Japan. Melanie and I have been friends for a while now and she's a fellow vegan and she helps me admin that page. And we do, we have a really good time and and people ask questions and we do polls and it's just really good. Um, So yeah, that's how you can reach me, Facebook and uh, Instagram. Yes. Thank you so much again for being on the show. Anything you want to leave or are we good? Are we good? Or do you have anything you want to say in closing? No. I mean, we're good. Yeah, we know a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think we're good, girl. You know, I keep going and going and going. No, I like it. So, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. I've been like that since I was a kid. But no, that's it. I I love you so much. I appreciate you for having me on, like I said, just to bring awareness. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Thanks again. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the show. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the podcast five stars on iTunes. Also, don't forget to get all of the show notes and resources we mentioned at brownvegan.com. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week.